Hello everyone, I hope you are keeping well. Welcome to another episode of the Middle Age Gaming Podcast, the number one show where we talk about games, gaming philosophy, predictions, and pretty much everything under the sun. Your hosts are Adam, Crean, Antoine, and Phil. Pretty much whoever can be there for the show because as you know, Middle Age gamers are busy. We have family, commitments, work, and so many other things. Enough said, let's get on with the show. Hello and welcome to another week with us, Middle-Age Gamer, and I say us, unfortunately, as you can see, Crean is not here today, which means I will do the intro and as I'm terrible at it, so deal with it. As usual, you know that Middle-Age Gaming Podcast is the number one podcast of video games, of course, and if you don't think so, it's because you don't listen often enough, so please listen more to our podcast and make us number one on the podcast base. Right. Okay. So the intro is done. That was terribly awkward. And that is done. Korean is done with COVID. Don't worry. It'll be back next week. Hopefully. And you will be way more professional than I am. So all good with this. <laughs> Today, we are going to talk about games which don't explode your GPU, which is very nice if, like us, you don't have a brand new computer which costs like two or three thousand dollars and it's super expensive. You don't have the latest GTX 940, 90, NVIDIA, blah, blah, blah. No, you don't have much money like us, so you don't have big computer and you need games which actually run properly on it. And this is what Adam picked today as, as a topic. But before that, as usual, we're going to talk about the games we played this week or the past two weeks, because if you follow us often enough, you must have seen that last week, Crean did a mini podcast by himself because I was at a concert. Yes, I went to see Michael Bublé at the Bell Center in Montreal, a very nice show. And I don't think Adam was there. I don't no, know. I had COVID last week. And you give it to Crean, so nice. <laughs> I don't know how he got it. I haven't seen him in months, in person anyway. <laughs> Ah, we won't blame you for that, no worries. <laughs> so, <laughs> tell us, what have you been playing these past two weeks? Because I haven't had work, I've had plenty of time. So I finished Dusk Diver 2, Dusk Divers 2, and got the Platinum for that. And then I played Anno Mutationum and finished that. That was pretty short. And now I am playing Cyberpunk 3. Cyberpunk 2077. Why am I saying 3? Cyberpunk 2077. Yeah. Which is completely not in the theme of games which won't destroy your GPU. No, it is not. And yeah, it's funny because even now I'm playing it and it's still got lots of glitches in it. There's, I've had it crash on me, I think, three times now. And I'll be walking around sometimes and weird because everybody's... The textures for their clothes just start shifting around because because you can have different outfits and they'll have different they'll have one outfit but they'll have different textures for it. There's the red texture and a yellow texture and a camouflage texture, and it'll just start flickering between all the textures at once. So it's that's weird. And so everybody's clothes are like flashing. And yesterday I had an issue where all of the reflective surfaces suddenly started emitting light, so the screen just went wow. It's just like. <laughs> Being at a yeah. concert and they're like strobe lighting is just so bad. Nothing other than the crashes, nothing that's like completely ended gameplay, but definitely, yeah, at this point, it's still super glitchy. Yeah. I think my favorite so far was one time I had a car that I was walking down the road and I, heard, I started hearing people screaming and I'm like, what's going on? And I turn around, there's a car that was like wedged halfway in the ground and it was just kind of like shaking. And then finally it just exploded on its own. It didn't explode like in the game explosion, just kind of like boom, like pop straight out of the ground and just like 
people that were walking on top of it just went flying everywhere. It was just like like a big trampoline kind of thing. So I've definitely seen some weird glitches in that game. But in a way, I, yeah, I don't know. It's I, I can see where it could go to the point. Uh, oh, we're not alive on Facebook for some reason. That's weird. It says on Restream that we're on Facebook. So I don't know why, but yeah. But yeah, so it's uh, in a way it's charming because it's kind of like goofy, but uh, I could definitely see where people would be like, where other people might be, this is just unplayable. Just just for me to know, what the graphic card do you have? I'll play it on the PS5, so this is on console. Oh, all right, okay. So I was thinking, yeah, I was thinking, what kind of card do you have with ray tracing and all? So even the PS5 has trouble with it. Even the PS5 is still having glitches, yeah. So. And you think the glitches are because I saw they well, they made quite a lot of progress. That means they made a lot of progress on PC and not so much on PS5. You think? I heard that they made progress on console as well. So they said that the new old consoles like the PS4 and the Xbox was it Xbox One were struggling a bit, but unfortunately, I don't think I can boost Antoine's volume. It's as high as it goes. Unfortunately, go ahead and say I something. I can try. I can try to speak louder. I can remove this. Yeah, and his uh, volume's maxed out. I don't think I can amplify it any. That's better? Okay. I'll try to use my big voice now. <laughs> but yeah, yeah, I don't know. It's on the next gen. It runs fine for the most part, but then it, it seems to be that the longer you play, the more likely you run it. You're going to run into those kind of glitches. So if you play for like maybe 45 minutes at a time, you're fine. Play for three or four hours, maybe you start running into stuff. So yeah, oh, I don't know. Good. So for my part, what did I do in these past weeks? Not much because it's end of the quarter for me, so it's very busy. But I was able to finish to Platinum Fuga. And as I was saying to the lads, this is a kind of game which has been made with love because when you Platinum the game, you have the extra sweetness, the extra cherries on top, and they add a trailer of the next game. So on top of having a good end with a long and real end, then you platinum the game and you have another extra. I love really what the programmers have done with it. Keep doing this. It's really made with love and fantastic and definitely not going to destroy your GPU. Other than that, I finally started to, because I was looking for a game with a good story and I finally started Chrono Trigger, which is an old game which is very nice. And I was always hesitant about it because I heard that the portage on Steam was not very good and very buggy and all. But I read the latest comment on Steam. It says that uh, it was much better. At this time, I played, what, five hours max or something? But it's running perfectly for a game this age. It's a Square Enix game. I don't know. I think it was after FF7, definitely, or... No, it was pre-FF7 because it was on Super Nintendo. It's a definite maybe then. But you know what? It's actually very beautiful. Maybe because it's a remaster, of course, but it's a beautiful game. The story is fantastic and I'm getting completely hooked on it. You don't need to have a 2023 RPG game, open world and everything to get you hooked. Just a very old one. It's, the Chrono Trigger is considered by many to be the best RPG in the world. I think I know. I think I see why. And I'm just five hours five hour into the game. I think I'm going to have a lot of fun on it. And again, because I stay in the sim, it does not destroy your GPU. And I wanted to talk about this one today, but because I'm starting with this, I 
Unfortunately, can't talk about this one after. Oh, sure you could have. Yeah, so, no, no, I'm going to do review. I'm going to review it next week and the week after that. So for the for the screen, does it do like a full screen kind of thing? Or does it do like the black bars on the side and it keeps the old CRTV aspect ratio? You know what? I didn't even notice if there's black... I think it's uh, it's I think it's full screen. Okay. I, I think. <laughs> uh, see, I'm just too used to playing the old seven FF eight, the old uh, on old TVs. So I'm not shocked about it. Maybe a, a youngster would be shocked about it, but I'm perfectly fine with it. And I oddly, it's completely pixelized, of course, but I find it beautiful, really pretty. All right. All right, so this is it for this part of the show. And as usual, because we reached the middle of the show already, because we are doing shorter format, it is time for our sponsor. And since Korean's not here, I'm back to it again. So our sponsor, as usual for the past months, is Newsly is an all-in-one audio super app for iOS and Android. It picks up the most trending articles on the web on topics that you choose at any given moment and reads them to you aloud in a natural human voice. The entire web becomes listenable for the first time all in one place. So you, so basically what you can do, you can browse articles from topics that you choose and start playing. You stop scrolling, you start listening. You can follow any topic as specific as you like from sports, tech, business, science, bitcoins, or even the UK Prime Minister, new Prime Minister. Bye-bye, mistress. I wish Phil could be here to tell us about this, but he's not. So listen to it on Newsly. It will find you the latest articles and read them to you aloud. And of course, you have podcasts as well. So please download Newsly and listen to Middle Gaming. Otherwise, explore trending forecasts from over 80 countries. Our podcast is here too, as I just said. I started, we started... Uh, to use this as our default podcast app. It works very well. And they even have digital radio. So you just know what you have to do. You have to download Newsly for free now on www.newsly.me and offer the link in the description. Or you can use our promo code MIDDLEGAMING that we will also put in description for you. And you will have one month free premium subscription. Thank you. And that was it for the <laughs> promotion. So now we can get, dive into our real topic. Adam, tell us why you chose this topic. Okay. We originally were planning on doing this last week, and I believe it was this month on the 12th that the new graphics cards from NVIDIA were coming out, the, the 40 series. Yeah. Because of that, then these are going to be real big powerhouses, and I'm still running a 1060. I am now, what, three generations behind? And so I was thinking, you know what? Maybe not everybody has these brand new giant graphics cards. And so because of that, then maybe we should look at some games that people with older graphics cards or people on laptops or people that don't have graphics cards at all can play. As I was looking at a lot of these games, a lot of them don't even require graphic car graphics cards at all. So I was thinking, yeah, it'd be a good time for those of us who aren't super rich and can afford a $1,000 graphics card let alone the rest of the pc can run so that was my idea for it uh we were supposed mm -hmm. to run it last week with the uh, introduction of these graphics cards but of course we missed that so 
I'm back away. Hey, that's all right. Just for the little story, my own graphic card is a 1660S and it runs fantastically for absolutely every game I'm playing. I never play, I never tried Cyberpunk and I don't think I have ray tracing. But you know what? For 99% of the game on the market, three gener generation behind and I'm still gold. I still have a good old GTX, not even an RTX. Korean was saying the 1490, you need at least 600 watts power, power, power yeah. unit. Yeah, power, I was trying to, I lost this, the name for the moment, but you need at least 600 watts of power. I think even more than that. Because huh? that's just yeah. the graphics card itself. That doesn't include yeah, the rest exactly. of your PC. Exactly. You really need, you need to buy your smart power supply. I don't know about this. Anyway, I have a preconceived box, so... Uh, I can't really uh, destroy if I re remove and put a more powerful power unit. So, eh, that's it for me. What's your graphic card? I have a 1060 and it's oh, yeah, running pretty well. It, 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 uh, for all the games that I've been playing, it's been doing pretty well. I don't play too many games at, uh, I, I don't play any games at 4K. And I don't know if, I don't think it's running it too much at 60 frames per second, so I don't think it's running any of the games. But most of the games that I play are pretty old. There's Koreans over here saying that we need new GPUs, at least a 460. Yeah, but that 460 is still 600 bucks, right? If I remember correctly. I, I wouldn't even be able to run it without a proper PSU. That's just not working. I need a new computer. But anyway, what kind of game did you choose to run with a 1060? Uh, so when I originally got my graphics card, the reason was, is we had our older computer and it was struggling. It wasn't doing too well because I always wanted a kind of a gaming PC and we never really had one. And when we got our old computer, when we first got married, they had this deal where you buy this one computer, you get the other computer like 50% off or something like that. So we got a computer and my brother-in-law got a computer and it wasn't a great computer. I think my wife like upgraded the RAM in it, but that was about it. And then about five years ago, I guess it was now, then we, our computer was struggling. It wasn't getting along too well. And so we wanted to get a new one. And I was like, okay, so I was planning on building one. And so I was like looking up all the things I needed and then putting that all together. And then we went to a shop to, to buy some of the parts in Taiwan. You know, buying a computer is actually relatively cheap. It's pretty easy to do. And so we could go into the shop and they were like, oh, no, we'll you tell us your price range and, and the parts, the components you want and all that. And we'll even just put it together for you. We'll just assemble it for you. So we went there and I was saying, because they were like, what kind of games are you going to be playing? And I was like, well, I mostly play on console. So the game at the time that I was going to be playing the most, because my friends were like, hey, we really want to play Civ Six. So I was like, this is the game that I'm going to be playing the most. This is where I need to aim for is to be able to play this game, I want to play it on the highest specs and everything. And they were like, oh, okay. So because of that, then they were like this at the time the 1060 was out and they were like, this will run it perfectly fine. And I got it for, for Civ 6 and it ran Civ 6 perfectly fine. And then most of the other games I've played on the PC have been the games that I play around this time of year. I played uh, last year, I did Dreadout and this year I did Raya and, uh, I was going to do Sweet Home, but month is already over, so I don't think I'm going to get to Sweet Home this year, so I'm going to have to save that for next year. But then, yeah, other than that, I play a lot of Sims 4 and stuff like that. So I don't play too much graphic-intensive stuff. So it gets me by for what I need. But as Korean is saying here, we'll need, we'll need to upgrade our graphics cards at some point, so... Oh, I guess if you want to run something very beautiful, now you have the PS5, right? So 
Do you really need yeah, it? yeah, that's yeah. always been like the heavy hitters I'll play on the PS on the PS5 or back then I would play it on the mm -hmm. PS4. So I really only needed it to do some social type games or some simple game. Yep. Yeah. All right, the crane saying for sure the 4060 will use less power than both 1660s and 1060. Yeah, so Are he's saying sure? so he's saying the 490 is the one that needs the 600 watts of power, but the 460 yes, yes, is going to be is going to be less power hungry than what we currently have. But the 460 yes, is not but, out yet. Okay, riddle me this. My box is tiny and I can't put any graphic card which are not mini. So mine, uh, right now my name is a Zotac Mini. And there's not a lot of these on the market. <laughs> so yeah, you're saying the 460 is going to be pretty small, pretty tiny. We'll see. I really like the meme where you see an air conditioning unit with a RTX uh, 90, uh, 1990. <laughs> because and on the outside of somebody's house, yeah, because they're getting bigger and bigger. Ninety is so big already. Huge brick, yeah. All right. Yeah, on my side, I just two games. I'm going to mix them up. I want to start with This Is Coming because I've played it a little bit after playing Fuga simply for two reasons. It's because I didn't want, as I said, I have lots of work and I just don't want 100 hour game. This is fantastic because you have basically six or seven stages. And the point is to find very creative ways to, to kill all these poor little people. And of course, you have little combo or little stories in each of these. And it's a really good game. And if you do everything, you have some specific character to kill three in each stages. If you kill them all, you have the real end, which is, I'm not going to spoil it, is an extremely funny game, not power angry at all. It's really cute. As you can see, there are a character. If you play RimWorld, it's a bit of the same. They don't have really legs. They hover over the ground. And no, it's a really fun game. Especially if you're a bit sarcastic like me. In the museum, the museum is my favorite because you can get out some mystical creature. You can wake them up in the museum and they're going to start chasing the poor guys coming to the museum. It's really fun. Really fun. So I don't know. I think you said Crean mentioned it before. Yeah, I think uh, you mentioned it when we were doing mobile games. Oh, yeah, he just said, I love this game. It's a really good game. It's really short. You can spend two, two three hours just to... To do the stages and maybe five or six to uh, to do the side missions being killing as many people as you can and try to do a perfect score that's actually quite hard uh, as he said it's puzzles you have to kill the people in a certain order activate some certain trap at certain time the weather is influencing it sometimes you have wind sometimes you have a blizzard coming which freeze the whole thing and so when it's frozen you can't use the manholes anymore you have to strategize. You have to strategize on each of these stage. And it's really fun. <laughs> it's just really fun. The stage two, I think, it's a little nuclear factory with Kim Jong-un. <laughs> it's clearly a North Korean factory creating nuclear bombs. <laughs> Why not? <laughs> Why not? No, I really, yeah, I really recommend this one. Do you play it on PC or on Epistacks? That's Epic Store, okay. that's, the only, that's the only one that uh, I, I found it. And it's not on Steam for sure. It must be cheap, like it's less than 20 Interesting. And say, Adam and you probably find it easy. It's easy to finish, but it's extremely hard to perfect. I only miss one or two people, always miss one or two people in each of the stages to perfect the game. Is It's really hard. Yeah. Okay. 
Yeah, I remember when Korean mentioned it, I was like, oh, this looks really interesting. But at the time, I don't play too many mobile games. And so I was like, ah, oh, no, do I want to spend money on a mobile game? They're probably not. But it's if it's not... on PC, I might check it out. Yeah, absolutely. No, it's not a mobile game at all. And it doesn't have the feel. I wouldn't even say one of these browser games like a new ground and stuff like this. It doesn't even feel like this. It's a real strategy. You have to really think how to kill people. You have to be nasty. <laughs> You remember how much After it is? Absolutely not, but it must be quite cheap. You know what? Talk about your game. I'm going to check. <laughs> All right. My first game is Katamari Reroll. So, yeah. So, Katamari Reroll is on, it's obviously on Xbox and that, but of course, we're talking about graphics cards today. So, it is on Steam. So, you can pick it up there. And Katamari Reroll is a remake of the original Katamari Damacy for the PlayStation 2. And obviously, if it's a PlayStation 2 game, it's not going to be all that graphically intensive. It's also a very simplistic graphics. Korean here says Death's Coming is is coming is for you is for USD on Steam. So four US dollars on Steam for Death is Coming. Uh, but anyway, so yeah, so it's <laughs> basically if you've played the original Katamari, then you've this is you've definitely got this game. And this is such a fun game. The way it, I don't know how it controls on PC. I know, I remember if you're using a controller, it's probably the same way where you have each of your analog sticks will push with one hand. So if you're like, you press up on the right analog stick, you're pushing with your right hand. So the ball is going to roll to the left. And if you push with the left stick, then it's going to roll to the right. So then and you can obviously push and pull at the same time. It's just got these tank controls. And basically the idea is you want to get your ball as big as possible, as quickly as possible, all the way up to all the way down to the size of paper clips and all the way up to the size of the moon. So you can get bigger and bigger. And because this one is obviously a, I don't think it's a full remake. It, I guess it's partially a port, but I guess they partially did remake because what I've heard is that in the original one, once you reach a certain size, and this is true of all the Katamari games, once you reach a certain size, things smaller than a certain size stop generating in the world or don't exist in the world or erased from the world. So when you're the size of a, a baseball, you can see things like paper clips on the ground. But when you're the size of a, a Ferris wheel, you're not going to be able to see these tiny little details so well anymore. So obviously there's no point in rendering them. But in this one, it will wait until you get larger before it starts erasing the smaller things. So you can have a more dynamic range of sizes. Obviously, if you're the size of a Ferris wheel, you're not going to see a paperclip. But when you're the size of a basketball or the size of a maybe a small dog, you can still see things of that size. And yeah, I don't really know what exactly you would call this game. I have it listed as an apocalypse simulator because that's effectively what you are doing over and over is ending the world over and over again and then sacrificing everybody you've rolled up into a new star. Um, the story is that the king of the cosmos, who's basically God, basically gets drunk one day and just kind of like accidentally smashes all the stars. And of course, being the guy that he is, instead of taking care of it himself, he assigns his son to do the task. And so you are the prince of all cosmos and you are tasked with the responsibility of recreating all the stars in the cosmos. But the way to do that is, of course, to roll up stuff and then throw them into the sky where they will explode into new stars. Um, super fun game. As I said, if you've already played the first one, you're not going to see anything new. I was disappointed by the fact that they didn't combine the first two games, seeing as they were both on PlayStation 2. I figured it probably would have been fairly easy to create both Katamari Damacy and We Love Katamari into one game. If they had done that, I definitely 100% would have 
bought the game because I do think that between the two, I feel that uh, We Love Katamari is the better of the two. Uh, they added some new features with multiplayer and things like that. I'm pretty sure they still have multiplayer on this one as well, though I do believe it is local, not or online. Maybe it is online, but I don't think so. But uh, yeah, I would definitely recommend this game. Super fun, super simple. Okay, perfect. Yeah. To be honest, it looks very fun. Fun. It sounds very fun, but it looks horrible. I really don't like the art on this. I guess it's an acquired taste. <laughs> it's definitely an acquired taste. Everybody's got square heads, and it's definitely Japanese. Can't think of a more Japanese game. <laughs> okay, fair enough. For my second and last game, because we are doing shorter format now, yep. I chose a game that I did a while ago and I streamed on it. You can find it on the on our YouTube channel, but I think I did it in French, which is a university. Uh, damn it! What <laughs> I forgot the name of the game. Sorcery? No. Ah, help me. University. Thank you, Spellcaster University. Oh, sorry about this. I was in Harry Potter. No, that's Gryffindor. No, <laughs> basically, on this game, you have some evil demon lord destroying the world, and you are the headmaster of the University of Magic. And the point of the game is to get as many students out of the door with the best job possible to counter this evil lord so it's a matter it's a base building game you manage your school you have to create your classrooms you have to hire your teacher hire your your students if you want them to be humans or vampires or whatever there's lots of different races it's a very fun game because it's uh, it's a card system so it's always random and you have five different type of uh, magic like uh, dark magic demonology uh, light magic to create uh, inquisitor and paladins which don't look very friendly your university is always based on maps that you have to interact with your with your neighbors you have the king who can give you money you have the tavern where you can uh, interact with adventurers sometimes a bard is gonna come and sing a song and then your students are gonna be completely like all over the place and they won't be able to concentrate on their studies it's once again, I keep saying this, but it's a very fun game and very strategic as well. As you can see right now, you're in back of a turtle. You have lots of different starting locations. And some of the locations are not big, flat, nice place where you can build easily. It's broken place, tiny place, which you can build on one side and on the other side. You can build on the cloud, on the volcano, everywhere because the bloody demon lord, each time there's a timer. And at the end of the timer, he come and destroy everything you did. If you are a bit of a maniac like me and a completionist, there's a list of more than a hundred jobs that your uh, your students can get at the end of the study, depending on what they study. As a full light, and they get uh, inquisitor or priest or stuff like this. As a full demon, full whatever black magic or arcane, or you can be. Uh, druids if you do very well and you can combine a bit of everything you can have an arc mage which is the best job in the game there's a lot of mechanics and they keep for for this show i just checked again and they keep adding some new things it was in early access for quite a while only released maybe one or two years ago and yeah really nice game to play and to spend lots of time on i think you must have maybe eight or nine stages to finish the campaign but the at the end of the campaign you need to have done a certain 
set of things. I don't want to spoil, but each map has their own feature. And some maps have uh, such a mystical creature that you need to befriend. So at the end on the last map, you can have some help from this creature, from the king, from the adventurer to defeat the demon lord. And on the very first campaign, it's quite hard because you don't exactly know how to befriend this creature. Some of them won't talk to you because you didn't like, okay, I'm going to just imagine that you're on the lake map and you have Nessie. But Nessie can't talk to you because you don't understand him. So you need to have at least one of your students being a druid or being good enough in arcane magic, in green magic, to actually be able to interact with the creature. Those kind of things. Yeah. Yeah, this one I put it on my Steam wishlist a while ago, and uh, I, I never purchased it yet, but uh, it goes on sale quite often. So if you're, yeah, this one's definitely something that you can put on your wishlist and just wait a few months, and it'll definitely show up on sale sooner or later. Again, if you want a little taste of it, and even if you don't understand French, you can cut the noise, but uh, you can just uh, go on uh, our YouTube channel, like Mirage Gaming. And I think I finished it in less than 10 episodes or something like this. So you can see what it looks like. And it's really interesting. There's a lot of artifacts that you can uh, put into your rooms to increase the efficiency of the room. You can change the bed of the kids if you want them to sleep in, in a bed which is going to raise his light magic or his... Uh, see here, you can use so all the type of magic that you can do. Uh, you can get some dragons or little pets which are going to walk around the, the floors and uh, passively raise the magic of your, uh, of your students. Uh, you have to be careful if your uh, teachers are uni unionized or not, because if they're unionized, that means they cost more expensive. And yes, you have to manage your budget because you're still the headmaster. So you have to manage your, what do you call the caretaker? The guy who clean up the school. So you have these guys which need to clean the school quite often because your students tag the wall. And if you have a prison, you can put them in prison like you can see here. Hey, I got you tagging the school and <laughs> prison. Yeah. It's plenty of little subtleties which are really cool and you're going to have hours of fun on this game. I tell you that. And it's, again, to stay in the same very light on your GPU. Excellent. All it's, right. It's less than 10 gig to install. Yeah, it doesn't look like it's super intensive. And it, it looks like the way I'm looking at it, I don't think it has, it doesn't look like it has any textures to it. So it looks like it's just matte. Or maybe there's some small textures, but nothing too intensive, so... I don't know why Crane said, oh my God, we are old. What, what do you mean? Oh, because he was talking about the style, because he's saying the art style reminds him of Run and Stimpy. And some, yes. was it Postman Pat, I guess, was a claymation show he watched when he was little. <laughs> One of the common themes is that we are looking at games which don't explode your GPU. So most of them are indie games, of course. So you can't expect styles which are cyberpunk, of course. But in their own <laughs> style, it's really pretty. In their own Some of them are. Yeah, I was yes, even. So uh, yeah, and then uh, Catamar is beautiful. I don't know what you're talking about. But uh, yeah, because some of them, I was specifically going through and I was like, okay, when people think of things that aren't going to burn out your GPU, a lot of pixel art games are going to be perfectly fine. I was like, what can I find that's maybe not so pixel art? But yeah, so for my second game, have Sieged, which is a fun little game. If you've played games like The Fantastic Contraption or Bad Piggies, if you ever, you, do you ever play Bad Piggies? On the mobile, it was the, no. it was, yeah, you were playing as the pigs from Angry Birds and you had to build oh, the yes. machines to mean. basically get you from point A to, to the egg okay. or whatever. And so you had to fiddle around with it and put on rockets and stuff like that. 
So I really enjoy these kind of building games. I always thought they were a lot of fun. And so that's basically what Besieged is. And as you can see, it's it's not very detailed in the graphics. You'll have one little island of kind of stuff and everything else is just a blue haze. But this game has a lot of kind of that crafting and physics management and whatnot. And so you're trying to destroy your enemy armies and at the same time, usually maybe destroy a building or two. And so what you can do is you can build up these kind of bizarre contraptions and you can put wheels on them, you can put levers on them, you can put rotation, ro rotating pads on them. And what's also cool about them is you can set each individual component to be controlled by a different key on your keyboard. And so by doing that, I've seen things where people have done things like they'll have one larger vehicle and it drops like a smaller vehicle and you can control both the bigger one and the smaller one because they're controlled using different keys. Some fun things like that. I saw videos of people building planes so people will build i guess you have a water cannon and if you put it next to a heat source like a flaming razor or whatever or some like a fire flaming ball or something like that it turns your water into steam and then you can use those for like jet propulsion so i've seen people building like jet propulsion engines and uh, i've also seen things where it look like somebody built like a giant voltron kind of thing so they would put like servos in the arms so the arms can move up and down and in and out and they have a sword and they're just gonna like smash so all these different things and you can get really creative in uh what you can build and for me that's just that's a lot of fun to just kind of see what can i do with this and so yeah the whole point is to destroy the enemy the enemy stronghold or whatever and then you can do everything from just ramming into it you can throw things at it you can actually pick up the bodies of other people put them in your little thing and launch them and so it's just a lot of fun and just really goofy and yeah watch some videos online of people just building not for the game but just to see what they can make out of it and really interesting to see and watch what people can do uh so this one for me was really interesting and yeah and pretty cheap and yeah it was surprisingly not that graphically intensive, but despite looking as good as it does. Yeah, it sounds great. Like the Lego game, but in more carnage <laughs> Pretty much, yeah. That's a good way to put it, yeah. Like the Lego game, right. but more carnage And with this, guys, we have... Oh, not guys. Krim's not here. He's with us in the chat, so we consider that he's here. We reached the end of the show. So thank you for listening or for watching. As usual, listen to our podcast, share... Um, you can subscribe to our YouTube channel. It's always good for us, at least. And thank you very much. And I guess see you next week. Yep. See you guys next week. See you. Bye-bye. That's all we have time for, folks. Please don't forget to follow, like, subscribe, and share on social media. We are trying to build the best possible community out there. We want to create a home for people just like you. You can find Middle Age Gaming on YouTube, Twitter, Discord, gmail and instagram thanks for listening and don't forget to tune in to adam and phil's stream to have a chat with them see you later